My friend's got a podcast and it's called Ooh Spooky. I listen to it every day. Boom, boom, bah, boom, 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 um, it's hosted by Adam Knox and Peter Jones. Uh, Luca Mala also has his say. <laughs> oh, spooky, ooh spooky, ooh spooky. Now, now, why don't you listen to a pod? Share this pod. Keep going. Ooh spooky, ooh spooky, ooh spooky. Now, now, why don't you listen to a <laughs> you well, I guess it ain't easy doing podcasting. <laughs> oh yeah, that was pretty that one good. Was really good. Yeah. What, I saw on the recorder that the little red light was flashing. Is that a good thing? Yeah, yeah. That means it's it gone. Good job. <laughs> nice. It flashes red when the noise is mm, it's just doing in the middle. A little Morse code for very nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to a Spooky uh, Podcast. We have got a big book. Uh, it's called Mysteries of the Unexplained. Five stories every week. Only four from the book, though, because now for the first week we're taking listener-submitted stories in place of the old chapter in the Realm of Miracles that ran out. Uh, we'll do one at the end of this episode or wherever Pete wants to put it. But four from the book. It'll be one. the last chapter. It will be the last story read in the episode. Nice. How about yeah. that? So come don't, on in. Don't skip ahead to it. Listen to all of it. Yeah, don't. don't. <laughs> Actually, probably doesn't really matter. No, probably get the same stats out ahead. of that, We, we might ahead, do callbacks. Yeah, we might do callbacks. Yeah, yeah when we we're will. all saying the N word at the end, and you're like, <laughs> why? <laughs> but if you listen to the whole thing, you'd be like, oh my god, why? <laughs> I got a big laugh on the weekend. You want to hear about it? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me just double check something. Private laugh or on stage laugh? <laughs> Private laugh. But I did. I was just taking a photo of a group of people. Uh-huh. And said, all right, on three, everyone say the N word. That's pretty funny. It yeah. felt like a real roll of the dice, but it went down well. If someone did it. The blood would have been on your hands. Did you know the people, or was this like a little bit? (laughs) Just like a couple in a park. Say that. Yeah. Somebody in front of a monument who asked you to take their photo, and you're like, "All right, well, I'm three. Everybody say the end of that. It would be funny." (laughs) I was in Ferguson. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, book away, Peter. Okay. Um, Do we introduce ourselves? You're Adam Knox. Yeah, I sung it. Oh, you sung it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Peter Jones. And Luca Mello. I also have my say. Yeah. That's great. Adam Knox. Cool guy. I do machines. You do machines. Yeah. Party guy. No, I've I... never seen that fucking show. I don't know how the song goes. You've never seen Ninja Turtles? Not in a single episode, nor the movie, nor any of it. Damn. You yep. sound proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not something you should be ashamed you haven't seen the uh, the stuff about the turtle that was walking around. You need what to... about a podcast where it's two men who have seen the Ninja Turtles <laughs> explaining it to a little boy who hasn't seen it? <laughs> All right, let's do that. And he's really <laughs> little. We'll, we'll call it <laughs> he's like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two men in a turtle pod. Or Gilmore guys. That's what I'll call it. <laughs> All right, so in this episode, Master Splinter, who you'll remember, Luca, from last episode, is a rat. (laughs) (laughs) This baby's not picking it up. (laughs) This baby does not get this show at all. Anyway, so Master Splinter is teaching the turtles how to order pizza over the phone. (laughs) 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 All right, this first story. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Better than a ring. If you heard a silence there, that's because Peter said the Edward and we had to edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I was just quoting Master Splinter. Uh, he's, he's a rat in a lot of different <laughs> ways. <laughs> he's a lot Master of, Splinter. He's a rat in lots of different ways. <laughs> 
Uh, you turtles have to learn how to fight like. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start this one again. <laughs> oh, welcome to the final episode. So this first chapter is from Beyond the Walls of Time. Uh, precognitive apparitions are rare. What is? Are rare. Are rare. Precognitive. What is a precog? Like a precog. You know when you see something from the future, yeah, but can, now you can right. still get pregnant from it. Yeah. Not a pregnant, a precog. 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 Cognitive apparitions are rare, and when they occur, they are a teenager. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I missed everything you said. Not when you're a teenager. Okay, precog. (laughs) And when they occur, they are rarely shared. Not when you're a teenager. You're a teenager. You just tell everyone about it. (laughs) Uh, But that's what happened to Mister and Missus Paul McCann of Inglewood, California, on the evening of September fourth, nineteen fifty-six. They had arrived. Earlier that day at the Grand Canyon, and as dusk fell, they Where saw. Where is that thing? Grand Canyon. The Grand Canyon in California, is it? Nah, it's no, it's like Nevada, Nevada or Arizona. Arizona. I think it goes I across say. a couple, maybe. It's big. Bottom say, left of America. I want to say Arizona. Okay, go for it. What I do you want to say? You. I want to say Nevada. And uh, Luca, give me a little minute. <laughs> You're on your phone googling Grand Canyon. Or are you binging? <laughs> I always pictured it on way over towards the east, but that's the Niagara's, isn't it? I looked that's up Grand up over there. Niagara Falls are up the top yeah. of the. It's in the Arizona. Arizona, and Arizona. it's open now. It's open right now. <laughs> open <laughs> until when? <laughs> it's it's a canyon. Of course, it's open. <laughs> Never closed. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's why people go because it's open. <laughs> You want to know its uh, star rating? Yeah, how many fucking stars does the Grand Canyon have? Well, it's got 45,000 reviews and it averages 4.8. That's pretty good for 45,000. That's that's super good. People are like, "Mm, it's a big canyon. I don't know if it's grand. I'm upset with anybody reviewing the Grand Canyon. Absolutely. Even like the person who loves it. Loved it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, Big canyon. That's 45,000 people who had nobody to tell when they got home. Oh. <laughs> Let me scroll. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, re- t- give me some of those reviews. We'll get back this to this. This guy gives it a two, uh, three stars. Yeah. The park is beautiful and a great place to visit any time of year. The staff are friendly and can help you find anything in the Sounds park. Like four stars yeah, to the me. Grand Canyon's in there. The- <laughs> <laughs> if you visit in the winter, though, be careful. Little to no effort is put into clearing the walkways of ice. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, Jeez. well, don't go in the winter time. A lot of fives, a lot of fives. For some reason, it's not let me click. I want to see the ones. I what do the fives so say though? To, like, what what do they have to like? Are they happy? Uh, <laughs> let me find a good one. Uh, <laughs> this has definitely got a good start. Plan a trip into the canyon if you are physically able to. All caps. <laughs> <laughs> this is a five star. Uh, it was honestly the most beautiful thing I've seen. Bracket. But I also think the hard work you put in to get there makes it even much more beautiful. Close bracket. Millions of people important. see the canyon, but only 1% of people can say they've tasted the canyon. And boy, <laughs> is it delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Go on uh, That delivered That was the whole review I reckon oh, it's wow. less than 1% You crazy fuck I don't That's think 1 awesome. in 100 people Are getting there going like I'm going to lick the ground here <laughs> oh, oh, My tongue's stuck to the ice They've put little to no effort In getting rid of <laughs> um, To be fair to them The Grand Canyon Is what I call my butthole Hell yeah <laughs> Whoa So a lot of people have seen it But only 1% have tasted it <laughs> Five stars it, I call it the Bland Canyon Oh okay Well you're I'm one sick of, of your ass oh, Well I hate you The 1% <laughs> Imagine reviewing the service At the Grand Canyon oh, no. Fuck off 
jump in. They had arrived a day earlier that they had arrived earlier that day at the Grand Canyon, and as dusk fell, they saw a woman accompanied by a man and a boy carrying luggage walk up to a nearby cabin. To Mrs. McCain's surprise, she recognized the woman as an acquaintance, a Mrs. Nash, with whom she had served on a jury a year before. That's that is an acquaintance. <laughs> that you are not at all allowed to say hello to that person. <laughs> Uh, she mentioned this to her husband and the fact that Mrs. Nash had only one arm. Supposing that Mrs. Nash would be tired after a journey, Mrs. McCann decided to wait until morning before talking to her friend. The next day, she wrote in her report to the American Society for Psychical Research, I saw her sitting on the veranda and I went to talk to her. Our husbands met each other and we had a pleasant chat until I mentioned I had seen her the evening before, but didn't speak then. Mr. and Mrs. Nash both looked astonished and said that they had gotten there with a busload of tourists. Mrs. McCann confirmed his wife's story. Mr. McCann rather confirmed his wife's story and added that the apparitional Mrs. Nash had not been more than ten or fifteen feet away when his wife pointed her out. The McCann's experience is rare, not only in being shared, but in having occurred in the absence of any emotional pressure. Mrs. McCann and Mrs. Nash knew each other only slightly and had not seen each other for a year. No danger threatened each, either of them and Mr. McCann had no previous connection whatsoever with the Nash family. So I think what's happened there is the Nashes were tricking them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, no, we didn't get in until today on a bus. So that wasn't us you saw last night. Oh, well, oh. Well, I've seen an apparition. <laughs> <laughs> Last night when we were kidnapping that little boy? No, we weren't here. No, 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 no. We got here uh, just us on a bus. Me and uh, one armsy here. Sorry, my wife. <laughs> my wife. This All next right. story Five is... Five stars. Fr- Love the free shuttle bus system. <laughs> <laughs> no mention of the canyon. <laughs> no, not a single mention of the canyon. <laughs> well, the free, that's pretty good though. Free bu- shuttle buses. Like, I I'm, I'm happy with that. <laughs> This next story is from the section Unearthly Why Fates. Why are you getting a shuttle bus there? They're like, yeah, this part's good, but what's down there? <laughs> is there more canyon down there? What do you mean, why are you getting a shuttle bus there? Ooh. To go to a different part of the canyon? No, no the free shuttle yeah. buses to and fro from your uh, hotels, uh, I assume. Seeing the canyon was very humbling. Further proof of the Great Flood, as told in Genesis. I love when the Bible comes alive. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that dude's going to be absolutely disappointed to find out that is a different continent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Wilson. Uh, Sorry, dude. Yeah, when hell that, yeah. I loved when Noah was in Arizona. <laughs> when that great flood eroded one part of the world. <laughs> Three stars. Uh-oh. Devin Kanzler. Unpopular opinion. Grand Canyon? More like... Okay, okay, Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Canyon. He's just trying to get it. Okay, Canyon, play. I'm trying to do okay, Google. <laughs> okay, yeah. Canyon. Yeah. Okay, Canyon, play What's Kings the of like Leon. Today? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Canyon, read my favorite Bible story. <laughs> so this next story is from the chapter Unearthly Fates. Billy Peterson, about thirty years old. He sounds fun. An automobile factory worker from Pontiac, Michigan, oh. had been depressed over, oh. <laughs> over the state of his health for, for several months. Such a fun name, though. Billy Peterson. What's he going to get up to? Oh, cancer. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't have cancer. He's just been uh, just depressed. He's know? depressed about the state of his health. Okay. Yeah, yeah. On December 13th. Michigan. In Michigan. December 13th, 1959, at 7.45 p.m., he was found dead in his car. Oh, no. And apparent suicide. Yeah. Oh, man. When he was discovered, the right front seat of the car was smouldering. 
where the exhaust pipe had been bent to lead into the closed car. Peterson's body was seated several feet away from the smouldering upholstery. His body was taken to the Pontiac General Hospital, where he was pronounced dead of carbon monoxide poisoning, a finding, a finding consistent with the idea of suicide. It's so brutal that there is going to be a twist coming yeah. up. I know. But what could not be explained were the third-degree burns on Billy's back, legs and arms, and the seared condition of his nose, throat and lungs. What was even more startling was that Peterson's clothing, even his underwear, was in no way damaged, and that unsinged hairs stuck up through the charred flesh. The investigators first suggested heated exhaust fumes, and one detective proposed the idea of a torture killing. But Ooh. neither <laughs> that guy is just like, oh, it's probably another torture killing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Robert, get out of here. They're never torture killing. Oh, uh, well, I don't know. One of them's got to be yeah. a torture killing. One of these days I'm going to be right. Oh, did he have any fingernails? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I reckon... Uh, did somebody say torture killing? Yeah, I reckon mm. that was a torture killing. <laughs> <laughs> just walking... In 1959, too. He's just like, yeah. hey, another... Hey, uh. Hey, torture killing happening here? I heard Jen say before she thought it might be a torture killing. Yeah, it wasn't if even she me. thinks. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at the coroner before that, looking at their face like that was a torture killing. Is this torture? <laughs> I, I, I keep hearing the words torture killing. Does somebody say that? Torture killing? Who's been saying torture killing? Somebody talking about torture killing? Right? You, you, uh, you're the only one. I'm going to die from this torture. He walks in with a little manila folder that he scribbled torture killing on. Oh, is this a folder about torture killing? Is that torture killing? Is it torture killing in here? <laughs> Well, we think he might have been bit by a torch. A torture killing, torture killing. <laughs> no, his name was Roger Billings. No, oh, torture killing. Uh, no, his name was just Roger Billings. Roger Billings, tor- Roger Billings torture killing. Sounds uh, familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I've got a theory. I reckon it was, I was, I reckon it was a gang of torture killers. <laughs> <laughs> a whole gang, there's a whole gang out there in Pontiac getting about torturing and killing. <laughs> It's him. It's him just going to try and kill him. <laughs> I want to be caught. <laughs> but you might call the guy doing it the torture killer. You never know. <laughs> you could do. Be pretty cool. Uh, uh, could sell a cool. few t-shirts. Hey, uh, Pontiac Herald. Yeah, yeah. No, it's me. One of the detectives down at the detective station. <laughs> yeah, you heard about the torture killer? <laughs> yeah. Everyone's talking about this torture killer. Torture killer. Yeah, yeah, torture killer. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can call me back one eight hundred torture killer. This guy sucked on the tailpipe. Yes. Yeah. And, they, and the, to put it in the thing, I've never heard of such a thing. It was hot inside of yeah, his that's, body. That is wild. And to it me. burned through. The I exhaust reckon. pipe had been bent to lead into the closed car. Tell you what, I reckon happened. Yeah. He dies. <laughs> goes to the hospital. They fucking they deal with it and then they, they're like, well, he wants Someone to- puts his coffee down on his back. He's like, oh, whoops. <laughs> He's, he wants to be cremated. They start it and then they're like, wait, we didn't do it. The yeah. coroner hasn't come yet. And they're like, ah. <laughs> Put some new undies on him. <laughs> yeah, because I reckon like stuff like 100% the nose, throat, and lung stuff is all from the exhaust pipe. Yeah, yeah, that all sounds spot yeah. on. Dude. It's all spot on, but like. Is yeah. there more? Well, neither explanation could account what for Billy's condition. What year was condition. this? 1959. Right, so it's like in the... when I think that's the first suicide. Cars were like new and cool. <laughs> yeah. That's like... Uh, 
<laughs> Back when, like, going down the malt shop and then killing yourself. Yeah. <laughs> 1959, but we haven't invented depression yet, so why would they do this? <laughs> the car salesman selling that aspect. <laughs> it's like a horse and buggy, but with no horse. And another thing. <laughs> <laughs> you ever try killing yourself with a horse? Can't do it. <laughs> well, horse is going to have misgivings it, about it. But you can't kill yourself. The horse can kill you. <laughs> yeah. That's what's different about the car. <laughs> you stand behind a horse deliberately, that horse knows. He ain't going to kick at you. You put a nose, you put a hose out of the horse's hands into your mouth. What happens? A good time? <laughs> You're not going to die. I'll tell you that. You're going to live. You buy this Pontiac here. It's better than sucking on horse farts. I'll tell you that much for free. <laughs> you know the number of horse farts you have to get, you have to suck on in order to die? No, nor do I. I've never Monday, it. Tuesday, happy days. <laughs> 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 this is what American graffiti is about, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about a dude trying to suck on a horse butt. Suck on a horse butt out of straight out of potatoes. Because you want to die. Can't the windows up on a horse. <laughs> and then ironically, it makes you feel so alive. <laughs> so this next, uh, next story is from the chapter Monsters and More. A Sasquatch encounter was reported by a hunter in October 1955. Fuck yeah, straight into it. Yeah. Near the little town of Titiwan Cache. <laughs> nice. In British Columbia, Canada. William Rowe, armed with his rifle, was climbing Micka Mountain one afternoon just for something to do. <laughs> Fuck. Get a hobby, man. <laughs> I guess he does. Mountain climbing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where are you off to? Uh, I'm just going to climb the mountain. I reckon oh, he yeah. had more sinister my ideas. Why are you up there? Ah, something to do. <laughs> do you go up by yourself? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you taking a shovel? Ah, something to hold. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Why are you taking that piece of pipe? Ah, maybe I'll find a horse. <laughs> Nine fifty-five, you know. <laughs> when he saw what he when he saw he was up in the mountain when he saw what he took to be a grizzly bear on the far side of a small clearing. Moments later, as he watched, the animal stepped out into the open, and Roe realized it was not a bear. In a sworn affidavit, he later declared, This, to the best of my recollection, is what the creature looked like and how it acted as it came across the clearing directly towards me. My first impression was of a huge man, about six feet tall. He sounded like this. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. <laughs> my first impression was of a huge man, and I was like, here we go. <laughs> this is why I come up on the mountain. My first impression I'm was- climbing dogging mountain. <laughs> My first impression was of a huge man, the tallest man I could possibly imagine, about six feet tall. Whoa! Is At that first, true I thought he was he a bear, and I was well, like, "I didn't say that part." But six feet tall is the huge man that he saw. It's like, God. whoa, it's massive. Six feet. How tall are you, Nox? Six three or something? Six two. Nice. Thanks, so you, bro. You would nice. be. You're a huge man. Yeah, I'm bigger than a Bigfoot. <laughs> Almost three feet wide, and probably weighing somewhere near three hundred pounds. It was covered from still me, <laughs> <laughs> head to foot with dark brown, silver-tipped hair. But as it came closer, I saw by its breasts that it was female. Well, maybe. Yeah. And yet, its torso was not curved like a female's. <laughs> and yet, you know, instead of this big foot being like va va voom, it was like <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a Bigfoot, but its titties not that great. I First wanna... of all, I'm like, oh, look out! This is a bloke. Whoa. It's a lady. Oh, she's square. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, you'd expect the Bigfoot to go in and out real good, but this one up and down. <laughs> this no. hard to explain on a podcast, but I'll do the act out. And can one of you guys Figure commentate it? it? Okay. I want a woman who got a shape like this. Hourglass. What? And he went out real wide <laughs> down the, the bottom. <laughs> At the <laughs> foot. It yeah, was a yeah. big foot. <laughs> yeah, right. It was hard to show in real life. <laughs> <laughs> she had curves all the way down yeah, yeah. and she had feet until Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> her feet stretch all over the floor. Yeah. She was what you call a Quentin Tarantino's dream. <laughs> this is our uh, Canadian accent. Yeah. Full form. Its broad frame was straight from shoulder to hip. Its arms were much thicker than a man's and longer, reaching almost to its knees. Its feet, feet were broader proportionally than a man's, about five inches wide at the front and tapering to much thinner heels. Yeah. The creature came within 20 feet of Roe, who was crouched behind a bush and squatted on its haunches. As it stripped and munched leaves from some bushes, Roe noted the way its head peeked at the back. The flat nose, protruding chin, and beady eyes. And he was struck by the short, thick, unhuman neck. All at once, the wild thing caught Roe's scent and looked directly at him through an opening in the, bu- in the brush. Uh-oh. A look of comical amazement crossed its face as it rose to its full height and started to walk away. <laughs> this fucking thing did, uh, a, did a spit take. The thought came to me that if I shot it, I would possibly have a specimen of great interest to scientists the world over. Yeah. I had heard stories about the Sasquatch. Maybe this was a Sasquatch. You think? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> this giant ape man in the forest who's smelling you. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Where's he from? Canada. Maple Leafs fan. Maybe. Are they a team? They are a team, but I don't think they would refer to them in that way. How do they have the? How do they have the? What, what's the dumb team in Canada? What's the? Well, he's the from hockey B- team. The dumb people from go BC. for. He's from BC. Probably would hate the Leafs. The Leafs. Yeah. Okay. Do it again. No. Canadian. <laughs> Make it up. Make it Canadian. Oh yeah, I. <laughs> Where's Canada? Um, that doesn't help you. <laughs> hey there, everyone. I uh, think I saw a Bigfoot. And it was chewing on leaves and looked real dumb. And it was either that or a Leafs fan. Hey. That's pretty good. Hmm. I or say that, but B, I didn't mean it. It could be a different thing. Yeah, yeah. That's it's a Leafs fan, eh? Or a Sasquatch. Oh, B. no, I thought I saw a hairy Zamboni. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you look like you've had a real rough morning, eh? Yeah, yeah. Is that go. good? I thought I saw, like, an upright moose. <laughs> <laughs> it was Rob Ford. There we go. That's hey. pretty good. Rob Ford. I think it was Justin Trudeau on his way to a Halloween party. <laughs> <laughs> he was in hairy face. <laughs> the creature was still walking rapidly. I leveled my rifle. The creature was still walking rapidly away, again turning its head to look in my direction. I lowered the rifle. Although I have called the creature it, I feel now. I felt now that it was a human being, and I knew I would never forgive myself if I killed it. He just called it again. Yeah. yeah. Fuck it. As it crossed into the brush at the far side of the clearing, it made a whinnying sound. Like a horse. I think it was a horse. (laughs) (laughs) Now that that I'm seeing it out loud, I think I saw a horse. (laughs) From the front, I only saw it front on, and from that, a horse looks like it has two legs. From the side, all of a sudden, two, but different orientation. You really got to see it from a diagonal angle to be able to see three legs. (laughs) Let me try... It's a magic eye trick, of course. (laughs) Yeah. You could never see all four legs of a horse at the same time. I'll try to to describe it once again. Okay, it was chewing on grass and it had a saddle on. Yeah. It had beautiful shoes. (laughs) I think it might have been Rick Moranis. (laughs) 
uh, half laugh and half language was the whinnying sound. Oh. <laughs> half laugh and half language. <laughs> <laughs> so he's pointing the gun. The thing starts walking away. He lowers the gun and goes... <laughs> <laughs> it does you, a, <laughs> you piece of shit. It does a laugh that's half laugh, half language, like a. <laughs> it was Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is out of fucking woos, man. That's what all. Jim Carrey is Canadian. He's Canadian. Canadian. That sounded like Popeye. Yeah, it did sound. But like that's Popeye. Jim Carrey's laugh that he does. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He does, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he does do that, yeah. and then he says, "I love spinach." <laughs> <laughs> beyond a stand of tall oh, sorry beyond a stand of lodgepole pines it tipped its head back briefly and uttered the same cry <laughs> <laughs> the idea that this is Jim Carrey <laughs> got quite long arms he looks all floppy and yeah, flexible yeah he's like what six foot he can't be any taller yeah <laughs> then it disappeared back into the woods Started talking out of its asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. It was fun being around him at first, but I got a little old. <laughs> uh, this next story is from The Unquiet Sky. Several cars were damaged by a heavy fall of ice along American Avenue in Long Beach, California on June 4th, 1953. The statement of H.A. Boyd who was working in a youth... Boyd! <laughs> 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 Who <laughs> <laughs> was working in a used car lot at the time Was given the following account by the Los Angeles Examiner I had just finished polishing the car One whose hood and fender were knocked off by a piece of ice Damn Damn I just finished it then it was knocked off And was about I've 50- heard there's pieces of ice at the Grand Canyon <laughs> so no one cleans them up <laughs> No one ever cleans them up uh, Peter <laughs> <laughs> and, it was about, and, I, and was about 50 feet away When I heard a zizzing sound <laughs> uh, When did this take place? Not the 50s I think yeah, it took it was place. Ziz <laughs> Oh that was like a zizzing sound It was a zizzing know? sound It took ziz, place ziz. on the pages of a Batman cartoon <laughs> <laughs> I got a hit in the head with one And it was like Kabosh <laughs> I looked up and saw the air full of white stuff Coming down a big piece of ice that looked to, looked to me almost as big as a man hit the car, shattered, and fragments of ice flew all over. Across the street from the car lot was the office of Charles Roscoe, a former P-38 pilot. He heard the crash of ice and ran outside to see what was happening. <laughs> for some reason, that sounds really funny to me that the idea that this guy hired out an office for him to be an ex-pilot. He's <laughs> <laughs> just in there reminiscing. I can't do all this ex-piloting at home. I, I just want to introduce myself. I'm Charles Roscoe, ex-pilot. Yeah. <laughs> What's in the office? Don't come in. <laughs> it's just drawings of me inside planes. <laughs> Where I used to be professionally. <laughs> Not so much though, I'm an ex-pilot now. It's just uh, please don't come in during the day when I am sitting in my chair pretending I'm in a plane. <laughs> Charles, we're getting noise complaints from the neighbors again. <laughs> well, can't be from me. I'm an ex-pilot. I'm not a current pilot. Not gonna be a plane in there. The noise of a plane maybe <laughs> did they sound exactly like a plane well maybe that was me I, I know it sounds like a plane but how could it possibly be it is too small <laughs> and I'll tell you that for I know the size of a plane <laughs> yeah. I am intimately Look, familiar with if, the size if of there's a, plane. a noise coming from my room I can't help that I can't control the air anymore <laughs> <laughs> But please do come over anytime you want but make sure you knock 
on the pilot's cabin. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call my regular dog. <laughs> Enter the cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me, just polishing my cockpit. <laughs> Former pilot. <laughs> Charles Roscoe. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Roscoe. <laughs> Charles Roscoe. He heard the crash device and ran outside to see what was happening. Is there a plane crash out here? <laughs> Does anyone need an ex-pilot? <laughs> no, still. All right. Is there an ex-doctor in the house? <laughs> <laughs> if there's a plane out here, I cannot fly it. I'm an ex-pilot, you see. I wouldn't do that anymore. I'm not allowed to anymore. We're just sitting inside. So when did you fly, Charles? Well, I sure am an ex-pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into the who's and what's and when and where. Yeah. Now, Charles, to me, you look like you're about 22. What <laughs> exactly were you a pilot? Hey, that's all up in the air. That's an old phrase we used to use. Back when I was a pilot. <laughs> Just as he reached the door of his office at 1461 American Avenue... We'll be cruising at 1461. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he told authorities something hit the roof of the office with a wham, like a big rock landing on it. He said canopy of the office. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up and I could see the sun shining on big pieces coming from 2,000 feet up. Damn. They rolled and twisted and shimmered like some waterfall. I looked for a plane and couldn't see it. <laughs> <any. laughs> Actually said. Yeah. <laughs> actually said Anything yeah. happens, he's like, quick, there must be a plane involved. <laughs> Stuff's falling from the sky. I don't know about you, it was probably a plane. Yeah. Uh, this used to happen to me all the time back when I was a, pli- a pilot. <laughs> None of you look. I'll look for the plane. I'd know what one looks like. <laughs> Usually I see it from inside, <laughs> but I can also guess it from underneath. <laughs> <laughs> he sees Superman. He's like, it's a plane. It's a plane. <laughs> I think that's a plane. <laughs> It's a bird. It's a man. It's a plane. It's a plane. Hooray. Although meteorologists did theorize that the ice had fallen from a plane, no plane was seen. Well, I would have said I would have told you. I would have said it. If it had been a plane, I would have known it was a plane. I would have been, I would have told you whether there was a plane or not. Did you see that plane, Charles? What pl- no. <laughs> there was no plane. <laughs> we can conclusively say that I would not have missed a plane. If I didn't run out in time to see the plane, then there wasn't a plane. <laughs> I didn't miss the plane, I would never miss a plane. <laughs> and if there had been one, it would have been difficult for it to fly with so much ice on the wings. That's something he definitely told them. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, if there had been a plane, which there wasn't, yeah. I seen it, <laughs> then it would have been difficult for this much ice. It to couldn't be fly. If it was a plane and it had ice on the wings, then how would they flap the wings? <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't have been that. I know everything about being a pilot as an ex-pilot. <laughs> also, the ice fall, which lasted for about two minutes, was concentrated on a relatively small area. If it had come from a moving plane, it seems reasonable to assume that it would have been spread more widely. Yep. Planes are enormous. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I know about planes, they move. <laughs> they move. They seem small, but the closer you get, the bigger they are. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen Doctor Who? Me neither. <laughs> the TARDIS thing, but I couldn't be bothered doing it. Yeah. Is that it? That is the... That's that is, the book? That's that story. But that's the end of the book. So we don't have the section in the Realm of Miracles. So we have Listener. Um, while, you were, while we were recording this episode, the listener who sent us this story sent... Yes. Another message Whoa. Yes I just saw that That's yeah. spooky Yeah it is spooky It is spooky um, So this this story is listener submitted If you'd like to submit your own listens Jump on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter And slide into our DMs with a spooky old tale of your own Or a story that you enjoy Ooh spooky, three O's and an H Spooky Yes, on all social medias So uh, this is Or a, this if you just want me to see it, not these other boys Just message me <laughs> <laughs> 
He'll have to pass it on, so I feel like it would be difficult. But uh, yeah, you can do that. I'm going to be the only one who doesn't see it in that case because Luca will have to send it to Pete. Yeah, so you won't see it. You'll just hear it. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for people for sending them in. Keep sending them. We're going to get through fucking heaps of them. Here's the first one. It's from, I believe, Beth. All right. Beth lives in the most haunted city in the world slash Europe slash the UK. Well, world covered all three. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like yes. Um, Anyway. Are we going to dox this person now by revealing the city that they live in? No, they they say this. Okay, sure. They're happy for it to be read out. The most haunted house (laughs) on the most haunted street. The most haunted top left bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) And she leaves for work at the most haunted time every morning (laughs) and leaves her key in a very haunted spot. Has (laughs) some of the most haunted valuables (laughs) inside of that house. And so our live show is going to be recorded (laughs) in the house while they're out. York, UK. Oh, York. I've been to York. You've been to York? I've been to York. Old York? Uh, yeah. Is Regular one, York. Vanilla the, York. Is that the one that New York's named because yeah. of? I'd York, say so. York Classic. New York used to be called New Amsterdam. Did it? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck did York do to finagle Amsterdam out? To edge know. him out? I don't know. Which, uh, would, which do you prefer? New, New York? York? Man, New Amsterdam, New Amsterdam. The city's so good they named it like fucking 800 times. It's so long. I prefer like New York. I prefer New York too. York is creepy. I went on a little uh, ghost train through York. You the went on a ghost train? Yeah. Well, not a ghost train. It was like a museum about what York used to look like in medieval days. Was there a train? But it was spooky. It was like a little bumper car. But okay, so a, first of all, no ghost, no, no train. <laughs> uh, look, I've used the wrong words. Yeah, but it, <laughs> it's still evocative of the experience. When did you go on this ghost, non-ghost train? train? 90s, 90s, it's late it's like 90s. A corporate ghost train. No, it was like a little, like a like a like a rail, a light like a rail. log flume, yeah, type of setup. Yeah, and you went through like this museum thing, and there were like thatched huts and that sort of shit. And they were, it smelled terrible, and it was like this is what it would have been like if you were a peasant. And right? We were like, oh fuck! I'd be in a dodgem car. Crazy. That's, so yeah, that's what, horrible. What happened with fucking York? Oh, so York is supposed to have five hundred recorded hauntings. Whoa. And Beth thinks their place of work is one of them. Damn. I think she works where you went. Maybe. Well, they work at York Castle Museum. That's probably where I went. Mamma mia. If they, if they have Do a little... Do you remember a little boy who shit himself on the ghost train? <laughs> <laughs> if you do, please write again. One time we had a ghost of a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> and the first thing anyone talked about when I started was their own experiences with the paranormal in the building. The building itself is made up of two former prisons that <laughs> sit on the site of the original castle built in 1068. How are they not the one prison? <laughs> <laughs> if they're next to each other. I like the idea that they just started building at the same time. It's like, well, you build a prison, I'll build one here. <laughs> two rival prisons like those kebab shops you get that are really yeah. weirdly close. We were the first prison here. Yeah. <laughs> we invented hanging. <laughs> <laughs> Come down to the original prison. <laughs> it's just a real prison. Blue prison's a real prison, not red prison. <laughs> red prison's pretty good too. We've yeah. got better reviews. Our <laughs> chips yeah. are better, but their meat's higher quality. What do you want? Yeah, big shout out to the two places in Adelaide that claim to have invented the AB. Yeah. Which is like uh, chips with meat and sauce and cheese. It's a, yummy. It's a delicious HSP. treat. Yeah. But one of them knows and is just holding on going, this is how we have to market ourselves. I feel, yeah. like, <laughs> I feel like they both know. One of them would know they didn't. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. One One of them knows that it wasn't them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, (laughs) yeah. I'm not going to pretend that I don't know. (laughs) Uh, So the two former prisons that sit on the site, castle built in 1068. The area has seen countless deaths, 
hangings, and suffering. They're mm-hmm. prisons. They should count. Yep. Which didn't make my job as king. Yeah, that's true. They should have records. <laughs> I mean, it was 1068, I guess. <laughs> that, Which, but the a horrible warden. <laughs> yeah. How many deaths this year? Oh, Who man, could say? 20? <laughs> More uh, than 10. Yeah. <laughs> How many do we have people now? One, two, three, four. <laughs> so, I don't know. Subtract from what we had at the start. It's 1068. Yeah, right. they're having a hard time counting. I, I don't know to count. Oh, if they can count to ten sixty eight, they probably killed fewer prisoners than one thousand and sixty eight. Maybe. Did they know what year it was back then? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> they would be like, "Fuck!" Remember, it was like nine hundred. Man, oh, what? It's gonna get so weird saying, "What are we saying? Ten sixty-eight or a thousand and sixty-eight? It's really hard currently working in those shops that make. The glasses that say what year it is for New Year's because we haven't had a clue what to put on there. <laughs> the first year we ever made them, they were regular glasses. Yeah. <laughs> and, that was zero, yeah. zero. and then afterwards, you just could see out of one eye. <laughs> we were like, this isn't the idea behind these glasses. It was just a line down to one eye. We just made the wrong glasses. We just like, oh, I love soon. these glasses you've made to commemorate the beginning of the calendar. Let's buy heaps of them. No, that's to keep the sun out. <laughs> So this, the, the, all the deaths and stuff didn't make my job as keyholder fun at all. Keyholder, yeah, wow. the holder of the keys. <laughs> probably get this like a hook. <laughs> <laughs> my job was to be a cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> a keyholder is a nice way of saying key ring. Yeah, a little key ring is a message. Part of my job was to lock the building down at the end of the day, when there. <laughs> Surely w- they- the other job was to open it. <laughs> <laughs> when there were between eight hour break. <laughs> when there were private events booked, this could mean I was walking around alone at two AM onwards. Oof. On multiple occasions I heard foot just waiting for people to leave with the keys jingling yeah. them in their face. Come on. I'm Who's not- staying at the fucking York Castle Museum until 2am? It's a private event. I guess. 21st and such. On multiple occasions... Are you I going heard- to that creepy guy's 21st <laughs> at the fucking York Castle Welcome Museum? Welcome to my 21st birthday. <laughs> <laughs> We've got lots of... You can shovel mud. That's one of the activities we got today. Or you can bail hay. It's going to be fun. Ignore the key holder. <laughs> <laughs> We've got drinks in prison one We've got snacks in prison yeah. two We've got to do speeches at the gallows later <laughs> Yeah, we're for you On multiple occasions I heard footsteps Clinking and shouts that had no obvious origin now, oh. are the, the footsteps and the shouts I can't explain But the, kink, the clinking <laughs> Common part of a key holder's sound. day <laughs> wasn't it? it was sound like a key And was even called out to silence Security alarms that were triggered for no reason. I'm guessing they're like motion detector type things as well. Fuck. Oh, scary, Beth. After a wedding one night, when all the guests and catering staff had left, I began to turn the lights off on the museum displays as I passed the condemned cell. A warm, strong breath blew across my right ear. I slammed the lights off and ran back to my office. I'd leave them on. Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> I'm scared. Time to make it absolutely dark. Yeah, the place of most safety. The dark. <laughs> I turned the lights off and ran back to my office as fast as I could. I made sure I always wore my headphones after that and didn't tell the story to anyone. Not feeling I'd worked there long enough to have any sort of credibility. I was soon to discover, however, that I was not the only one who would experience something in that area. Numerous a condemned cell. 
condemned cell must be part of the museum. Sure. Numerous guests have reported orbs. I don't want to tell them. Tell them, Philip. <laughs> tell them about it. No, I don't. I don't want to fucking tell them. All right. I saw an orb. He's <laughs> <laughs> in that room right before the exit. Yeah, you know that it was f- filled with like it looked like snow. <laughs> <laughs> you shake it around, goes everywhere. Yeah. There was like a tiny version of that muse- this museum in there. Yeah, I see. It was just like floating on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> I think I've seen an orb. <laughs> <laughs> we got about fifty orbs over here. Yeah. What's that about? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, key holder. Underneath dogs. Oh, hang on, just plush toys. Never mind. Yeah. What's these orbs, what? <laughs> They're right over there near the size of a snow globe. <laughs> I see them. Look at that. There's an orb right up there. It says P R I S, and then there's an orb, and then it says N. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> oh, this woman, she got two orbs to move her face. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, that car's floating above a bunch of orbs. I was watching a football earlier. Fucking orb being on the game. They were all running around. They were obviously scared of it. Trying to chase after it. (laughs) (laughs) So numerous (laughs) (laughs) numerous guests uh, guests have reported orbs feeling faint and uneasy in that area. And it's important to note that nothing about that spot reveals its former role as a condemned cell. Oh. Soon after my experience, there was another late night reception. And as I was tidying away chairs with other staff, I wasn't closing that night. Mm-hmm. We saw a guest was still on the gallery in the corner of the room. Ooh. They were tall and seemed to be facing us. No, no, no. I don't like this. Don't like I don't want to be able... Uh, if I look at a person and I, they seem to be facing me, <laughs> I want to know exactly where that motherfucker's looking. Six foot tall? <laughs> <laughs> Tallest man you've ever seen? Six Surely not taller. <laughs> my colleague kindly let them know that the exit was the other way. And they began to walk towards us, Mm. getting taller and taller as they did. That's perspective. That's fine. The shadow. (laughs) (laughs) The orbs in their head growing bigger and bigger. (laughs) As they did, the shadow spreading across the walls seemed to gain speed. No one was brave that night and we ran screaming to the office. Imagine if that was just a guess though. (laughs) The exit's this way. Ah! Too many bloody flutes at the wedding, this guy. (laughs) (laughs) After we calmed down, we assumed it to be a prank by a colleague, and we had, and that we had overreacted. One of those pranks where you make shadows get quicker. (laughs) (laughs) Except there was no one on the gallery, and no other way for them to get past us if they were. I've since changed my roles and no longer spend that much time in that area. But earlier this year, it was discovered in a dig. That there is a large body pit under that corner of the museum. Whoa. Doesn't matter about the size of the body pit, honestly. Large or small body pit, I'm fucking getting out of there. One body in a pit is enough for me. Uh, yeah, well, that's a grave. Yeah, well, I call it a pit. They are believed to be former prisoners, but due to how recent their deaths were, only the late 1800s, the museum is unsure as to whether or not it should exhume them. So whether it was a ghost or not, that part of the museum is definitely 100%. Spooky. Damn. If only for its underground residents. Uh, there is an addition. Um, I've since looked into the history, more since I sent this, and the skeletons look to be from around 1802 to 1826, so not as recent, but still spooky. 
Yes. <laughs> Still very if much anything, spooky. The older a skeleton sure. gets, the spookier it gets. Yeah. Until a certain point at which point it becomes a fossil and then it gets interesting. Yeah, yeah. Then it's a dinosaur. It's true, isn't it? Isn't no it? one's ever scared of a fossil. No. You don't think of a like a T-Rex skeleton to be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out also that the museum knew they were there for a while, but it was only brought up for discussion this year because they wanted to maybe build near the spot. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. There's dead bodies in a lot of fucking places. If you're in a city... There's one in this room. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't mentioned it since the start of the pod, but uh, we were going to have a guest on this episode, but... Uh, <laughs> well, like under the Queen Vic Market here, there's a bunch of dead bodies. That used to be a cemetery. Really? Yeah. Did you not know Is that? Is that why the prices are so low and affordable? <laughs> That's it, that genuinely why it looks so old, because they've not been able to dig. Is that what the jam is in the jam donuts? Yeah, it's a dead body. <laughs> um, yeah, That's cool. the story. Spooky tall man walking like a shadow. That is spooky. <laughs> I would you do that job? Key holder? Um, yeah, sure. Showing people around a museum, being like, this but the ghost used to be a castle. Um, I might add a bit of spice to your day. I'd be afraid of a ghost though if I saw one. And that's the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Beth. Yeah, yeah, great. thank you. Good. I believe that is your name. We're going off your Insta handle, which we weren't sure if we should say. So I think it's Beth. Great name, great story. Fucking spooky ass. Yeah. Cool to hear some real stories. Love some real ghost stories. Written with a little bit of a modern twang, not this 1982 book bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I like a a ghost story that's woke. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Please, call the ghosts they. (laughs) Uh, And they will be back next week, being us, Adam, Luca and Peter. Yeah, really appreciate that story. Send in all the stories you got. I'm enjoying this new segment. We'll be back first with... First time we did it, it was first good. First one. So good. Another one of those segments, and then the other four all in next week's episode here on Ooh Spooky.